This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. I'm your host, Mark David Christensen. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the first um, episode of February of 2017. I want to remind you that you can help out all of the great shows on the Boardwalk Audio Network by clicking on the button on the website of Boardwalk Audio that says Support Our Artists. By clicking on that button, that will direct you to Amazon.com. You just do your normal shopping as usual. It won't cost you a thing, but when you make your purchase, we will get a small kickback, and that will keep the shows on Boardwalk Audio coming at So definitely please help all of the great shows at the Boardwalk Audio website by clicking on that button that says support our artists. Now it is February. That means it's Black History Month, and that's a big deal. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have to say that, but I just uh, I wanted to just say out there that I think this is a great month to reflect on diversity um, in the need of knowing um, the struggle that diversity has had over the years. So I highly encourage people for the next month to watch movies that um, that speak to that diversity. Um, go. Watch something that uh, gives you a little bit of history lesson from a different perspective, specifically the black perspective. Now, of course, I'm a white male. I don't have that perspective myself. So um, I can only suggest what I've recently watched. I hope there's people out there that can actually send me an email or tweet at the website, at the podcast, tweet at us. Um, and tell us, you know, other suggestions of great movies to watch during Black History Month. I can highly suggest watching Moonlight that just came out. Definitely highly suggest Do the Right Thing by Spike Lee, one of my favorites. Um, additional to that, watch the documentary 13th on Netflix. It is currently um, has an Oscar nomination. I also just started watching the documentary OJ Made in America. I'm only one hour in, but I have to say one hour in, and I already believe this is a must-watch documentary. I can't wait to continue watching it. Uh, Keep a lookout for a special episode coming at you um, in this month of February. I'm going to have a group episode um, for that new documentary, I Am Not Your Negro. Um, I'll have actually a little small panel to discuss that movie after the viewing of it coming um, shortly in the month of February. I'm really excited for that. So definitely keep watching um, the Twitter and the Facebook page and etc. on social media. Um, So as soon as that episode comes up, you'll be able to listen. Um, If you haven't listened um, to the previous episode about Fruitvale Station, I highly suggest that. I think it's a great listen um, for um, Black History Month and any month Um, because you know what? Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Um, This is a great episode to, to be the first for um, February Black History Month because it has um, the guest is a great friend of mine, um, a very funny 
actor and improviser. I'm lucky enough that I met him by being on an improv team with him at Upright Citizens Brigade. He's also my boss at one of my uh, many day jobs that tries that I have to try to survive in Los Angeles. He is a great guy, very funny. Probably, I have to say, the biggest fan, the biggest fan of the World Series champions of Chicago Cubs. I have never met a bigger fan of the Chicago Cubs until I met Jackie Sneal. I'm here with Jacques Neal, and we just watched um, Love in Basketball. Hi, Jacques. What's up, man? <laughs> Good times. Uh, spending watching this uh, romance, this love story <laughs> love together. Story. Yeah. Uh, two guys in the middle of the day watching a love story <laughs> together. Love it. Um, so, for anybody out there that has not previously seen this movie, since you've seen it prior to me today mm-hmm. go ahead and give a little synopsis of the film we just watched yeah 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 it, uh, it stars Omar Epps and Sanaa Lathan came out in 2000 uh, it's a movie and the title pretty much says it all it's about a couple uh, a boy and a girl they met when they were 11 and they fell in love in high school went to the same college together uh, and they were both ball players basketball players like he eventually went to the NBA she was one of the best female players um, around and it was the struggle between you know love and basketball like what do you love more the game or each other and you know they drifted apart of course, because that's how most romance movies work. And eventually found their way back together uh, through the game and through just realizing that they loved each other and it wouldn't go away. That's pretty much it. That's amazing. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's it. Great. Uh, before we get into like my, my, my uh, thoughts on the film of seeing it for the first time today, um, I like to start with the question. So, Jaquise, why did you want me to see this movie? Uh, I, I I don't like too many romance movies because mm-hmm. uh, this isn't a rom com. Let's say that it's a straight it's up definitely it's a, a love story. It's a love it's not story, a uh, and I th- I think it's like a, a different take on the love story because it also involves something for me at least that I grew up loving, which was basketball. Um, and I thought it was a pretty cool way to look at like just romance and love because both of these people loved two things in this movie um and you know it was the can you have it all almost and um and you can eventually what they showed in the movie i also loved it because i thought the music was great uh, the music, the soundtrack is dope as hell. And Sanalathan is beautiful. And she was like my first crush. That's who played Monica? <laughs> That's who played Monica. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. <laughs> but no, dude, I just, it was, it's, it's like the one romance movie that I can sit down and actually relate to. Like, what, why so? Like, what do you, what, what makes it relatable? For me, to- for me, it makes it relatable because it's, well, I, maybe relatable is the wrong word, but it's the one movie that I can sit down and watch and, like, believe that this love story can happen. It's not like it was a BS, 
like the Titanic is bullshit. <laughs> I just like, like I like Jarkis's review of Titanic yeah, is Titanic's it's, bullshit. It's bullshit. Like that's a love story that I can't believe. Uh, yeah. Like most love stories in movies, I can't believe they're a little far fetched. They're far fetched. Okay. And yes, I get like what aspects. Just to like break that down a little more, like what aspects of those other romance movies that you're thinking of are far fetched? I think the. Uh, the instant love is weird. Where I know, like, you know, they fell in love instantly, if you can call it that. But, like, there were some years. Like, this movie takes place over the span of right. 10 and years. They, and, and they might have, like, like she says, she might have says to, uh, uh, what's Omar's character's name? Um, Quincy. Quincy. She says, like, I've been in love with you since 11 years old. That feels more like, in this movie... Uh, like a hindsight mm-hmm. going back and like reflecting on like oh we've we've known each other for that long and I right. did I've, I've I have loved you but it's not the, it wasn't the same when they were children right 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 I didn't feel like as they were children like oh they're Ooh, definitely in the robe the same robe as they exactly. end up in exactly but okay that's and, one aspect that instantaneous yeah and I because like just, a lot of people like a lot of romances it's like or rom coms it's presented as more of like love at first sight mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and then also it was relatable because one is an all black movie. Yeah, which and you're a black man. I'm a black man, Uh, and like I don't think there are many like all black love story movies out there that many people have seen for sure. And and I think this one is one that I think a lot of people have seen it, and even people that have seen it, it's just relatable because it's like, oh, okay, like I get like relationships and like the pull between like two people after knowing them for so long like right yeah that makes sense to me like that relationship of we've known each other for so long we've gone through a lot we share a passion and this passion that we share can drive us apart and it did and i love the ending of the movie because I'm like, of course, that's what brought them together. Like, <laughs> it, was more the, basketball. it was the basketball. Yeah, I just thought it was beautiful. I don't know. I just thought it was beautiful, and it was like a love story that I can like. It made me believe, like, all right, if I fall in love with somebody, even if it doesn't work out, if it's meant to be, it'll happen. And like most other love okay. stories, don't make me feel like that. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. And it was basketball, which is dope as hell. That's like, awesome. I think that's dope as hell. Yeah, I think it's yeah, dope. You clearly grew up with basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you play it still occasionally, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a basketball guy, and I knew how. You know how the moment I knew I wasn't that a basketball guy while watching this movie oh. is when she's playing her her college game. Uh, for USC and she gets knocked over my response was like oh boy she lost it but then it like it came back as like oh it was a foul and I mean the women I go in that moment I go oh I didn't see that coming because I don't understand I don't watch right, right, or right. really fully understand basketball yeah. I mean like even if you don't the, here's the cool thing about that which I think because to me also basketball is poetry and motion like as a sport uh, so like I love the game as well so mm-hmm. I get that and like for me like even knowing the game like you still don't know cause like that still could have been basketball terms a defensive file she still could have lost it right so it was like a cool little switch to show cause in that moment like they were showing how his 
side of the game was kind of faltering because he had just found out his father was cheating on his mother. Right. And how hers was kind of going on the uptick. And that yes. was the deterioration in their relationship, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was changing. Yeah, like there, was it, a, there was a change in the status quo mm-hmm. where typically that guy was like, oh, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. I got everything working out for me. And then I got my girl who's just like, yeah, you're doing what you like, but you're also a little bit low, lower in, that, mm-hmm. in skill level. But now it's changing. Right. Yeah. Things yeah. are, and then she gets hurt. He gets hurt because she won't break curfew right. to talk about her dad issues. Right. Just like <laughs> talk about his dad issues. Yeah, his dad yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is funny. <laughs> which is like, which is funny, but it's like there's something that I think is very truthful about. Yeah. Uh, us that you can relate to of like you really actually having a small it might look a little ridiculous from the outside of like mm-hmm. why did you make a big deal about it man but like it talk about it later but it's like in that moment I think we all can relate to be like no this thing right now maybe later I'll look back and be like it wasn't that big but right now it feels like the biggest thing yeah yeah no, like your feelings can do that yeah even when like even in the most logical people your feelings can kind of over overwhelm you and be like hey i need somebody and then like if you're not there for you you look at it as like the biggest um but like a betrayal mm-hmm. that you completely like now no nope, i can't i can't trust you for whatever being reasons and it breaks shit up mm-hmm. so i i think that moment is very relatable it's, and tr- it just it rings true yeah. even if it do- even if in retrospect you're like man that was a little ridiculous i mean we've all been there i mean I think that, you know, hearing you talk about it from somebody who hasn't watched the movie a lot over the past 16 years like I have, (laughs) like that is probably the best way to put it. It, Like every, for me, every moment of this story and their story seemed logical, like the way they met. And like the, when they were eleven, and he like, "Hey, I like you. Be my girlfriend." Like it was yeah. so kiddy. I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was exactly kiddy. like how it's kids. not me, but I was like, I know there was kids. That, yeah, yeah, were you like know that those confident kids. and like, and we're just like, "Yeah, be my girl." I yeah. was the, definitely the opposite. Yeah, of like I was the running away too. from women yeah. until I was twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> but then even how they got together in like high school, just kind of like, I mean, then in college, and then a breakup. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say, like, him going away, them not seeing each other for five years and getting back together. Yeah, is but that's logical, gonna, you, but... You, we want a movie where we see that. It yeah. gives us all a little... It's still I mean, a story. Movies are supposed to, it's a story, and movies are, and stories are supposed to give us hope. Yeah. And that, like, they... We, we, but you can relate to that. I mean, I mean, I don't have my own story of this happening, you know what I mean? Mm. But that, I think... That, though, people can relate to that. Even if it's, like, maybe your story, somebody that watches this movie is like, oh, my my romance in my life, maybe our break was, like, a couple of days. Mm-hmm. You can equate it to this this moment of, like, oh, we haven't seen each other for five years. Right. But this thing brought us, we come back together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, exactly. But, I think. But the, a movie expands it out to make it look, to give it more of that. 
that romance. Yeah. You, that, that, that you have to have that length in order to, to feel romantic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we want that when we go to the movies. Right. And it made, cause he got drafted to the NBA, which means he no longer, they, they no longer went to college together. Yeah. No longer. She went to Spain. Yeah. And this movie is set in the mid to late eighties and early nineties. So at I, that point there was no WNBA. So female players went overseas. To I play. never knew that. Yeah. That I never knew that there were women's leagues overseas. Oh yeah. For how long? A while. That's Over, amazing. Yeah, years. Yeah. Women, women basketball overseas. That's where all women went. To go play. Why the hell were they so progressively ahead of America <laughs> yeah, in crazy. women's sports? W, the WNBA did not become a thing until at 1996. I remember when the WNBA started. Uh, yeah, I think I remember too. Yeah. Even being not like a big basketball person, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's starting up. Yeah. So like that, you know, them not seeing each other for that long made sense. Um, and I can relate to... Like, I, you know, I've had girlfriends before where, like, if I was to see them again now, like, there would be nothing immediately there. But, like, real feelings don't go away. Like, they stay with you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take much to rekindle real feelings if the, if it was real. If it was real. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I just think like that opportunity usually doesn't present itself. Or right. we don't let we don't, the we, opportunity... Like, that's what the thing is, like, yeah, we don't allow ourselves to be that vulnerable to let those feelings be exposed, exactly. right? Yeah. So that's why we go see a movie like Love and Basketball, and then we allow our characters to get take us to a point where they're like, ooh, look at them. Mm. They're really, like, her finally, Monica finally actually, when her mother, after her mother says, I meant you when I said mm. Quincy could have better, she allows herself to be vulnerable by going and knocking on the window and says, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. And we root, we love, we hate, we love characters being vulnerable. Yeah. Because we ourselves are so fucking scared yeah. of being vulnerable because we know that it hurts. We know that there's no, uh, there's no, we don't know the the outcome. So we a lot of times avoid it. Right. But then we love cheering. We love cheering on anybody that's vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like lately I've been reading a book. I finished a book a while ago that's about that. And I'm like, oh, I see it. I'm like I, everywhere. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like my yeah. whole life. I've, that's all I've been rooting for. And yeah. wanting to be. And you just wish you're the way you you root for it in the sense of like, oh, God, I want to I be that vulnerable. I want to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then another thing I loved about the movie is I just like loved all the characters. Like I love them. Her mom. <laughs> like, yeah, and, well, she was good around forever. I wish I yeah, knew her she name. Has. Off the top I don't of my know head. her name either. Um, and she's great. But everybody in that, I just loved like all the characters, all the actual like characters in the movie. Like his dad is a good. All, his parents are a good characters. Yeah. They, they feel fleshed out, even though they're not like they're they're supporting roles, but mm-hmm. they all have real fleshed out. They're yeah. really good characters throughout the entire film. Yeah, even the coach yeah the white coach yeah for Who was monica in there for like you know is a good character yeah, yeah she was a good character and believable Very i know coaches like that <laughs> like, oh yeah yeah in uh, every sport yeah 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 100 yeah. percent. and the thing is even though i don't know basketball um i think this movie we'll come back to the romance thing in a minute because i want to mm-hmm. talk about that and why i avoid and why when we watched this movie i got teary-eyed and then and <laughs> As you should probably in a romance movie, it's probably normal. But also, like, I realized, like, while watching it, I was like, oh, I avoid these movies. And I think for a reason. <laughs> uh, and maybe a wrong reason, but also a reason. Hey, man. But uh, 
I think this movie is very relatable also in the sense of like trying to achieve what you want. Like, mm-hmm. like when that coach and it's a cheesy, and, and, and I say the movie is not a cheesy moment, but it was a cheesy moment. I think for me while watching it mm-hmm. was when the coach pull, pulls Monica out after winning that game in for USC, when she's on up on going now on the up and becoming a better player for them. She's like, she says, you kept pushing. I like that you let that ball go, but you kept going. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, you've been riding me. And when she said, well, I'm not going to pay attention to you if you don't think you have potential, whatever she says. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you should be. That, I've heard that before, but that just resonated so much that, like, for me, um, being a person that's in a, especially a career that's very hard mm-hmm. and trying to, you want to be noticed so bad that, like, like that's all I want. Right. <laughs> I want someone to fucking ride me. Yeah. And like that I can relate to. I don't need to know basketball. I know that feeling of just wanting to and like I was flashing through like even in my improv and acting I'm like god like every great note is them wanting you they see something great in you. Yeah. And it's like damn why can't you realize that in the moment? Right. And appreciate it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Cuz like right now I mean like I I I this podcast is about me even doing the movie but like I'm like feel like I'm in a place in my career where I'm like okay what's next? Yeah. And it's like damn man like why couldn't like I do and I can't I can I can only move forward of course but it's like man really looking back and like going like Whoever gave you a note, and all the hard notes really are about people seeing good in you. Yeah. And it's like, damn. Yeah. And, like, that's a great feeling. Yeah, dude, it is. I mean, it was a great feeling for her. (laughs) Oh, for sure. She finally realized that. And that kept her going. She only got better from that. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's another reason why I love the movie. Because I don't think you could have this movie with any other sport. Like, I, I've always thought about that. I was like, with this movie, well, one, what, like, I don't know. Well, there aren't many women football players and there's in the football league. Yeah, but I... It's, it wouldn't work. The, it wouldn't, it work, wouldn't work because with football, softball or baseball. It wouldn't work, work that because, one, those sports, softball or baseball is sort of, it's not a, con, one, it's not a contact sport. Right. So, so you have to have contact because without contact, you don't, have the sexuality and the intimacy mm-hmm. that needed for romance, right? Right. right. So you, you need that. Basket baseball doesn't offer that. Right. Football is just too it's fucking too aggressive. Like yeah. you can't. It's 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 contact sport, but it's quick. It's right. like boom, and then we're done. We reset. There's there, no one's had fallen in love during that, right. unless it's a masochistic movie about, <laughs> about people that fall in love through pain. They love pain. And they they broke his it's back. Like, it's like if you, yeah, or like if you did like the David the David Cronenberg like like his fucking fucked up movie Crash, but then put it with sports. Right. Then it'd be like great. Then I can make it work. Yeah. And then like tennis or any of these like even other eloquent sports. It just the only other one I could think. That could get close as soccer, but then there's something about soccer that I still don't think it wouldn't have worked. The way you the use same. your body and the contact that you actually have with a player for a basketball, because soccer, if you watch the way they guard, they don't get that close mm-hmm. until there's an attack. Right. Whereas basketball, it, you're, you're on almost top of always each other. on the attack. Yeah, it's very much a romantic sport, which I know sounds weird, no, but it, like the. Like, which is why I said earlier, I think basketball is poetry in motion because, like, the poetry of basketball 
is very much like a relationship. Like it, you're on top of each other. You know, you're playing offense and defense. Yeah. Um, in, instantaneously. Uh, even if you don't have the ball, you still have to be involved. Uh, you know, the, the going for it, the showing off. The going for it and failing, but you still went for it, so you still did a good job. Uh, like every part about like the basketball story, I felt worked so well with this movie that it made sense that of course these are the two things that they love, and it's either gonna bring them together or drive them apart. Um, it does both, and it does both. Yeah, it does both. Yeah, I which is it. like sort of what love is like. Uh, did this writer, by the way, did this writer director go on to do other things, or do I not should many. I know of other things? Not many done? other things. Uh, it's no. a shame. Yeah, it is because a shame. I think this is actually a very well, like writing wise, what you just said is like it's a great way because every great love story is about that. Like the ones that ring true to me are the ones where uh, where it feels like you can't have love without a little bit of like hate's the harshest word but you do have to have like that little bit of like fuck like it's not like that fair like the fairy tale of like I just love everything about you mm-hmm. it's that thing of like I love you but then there's these fucking things that fucking push me away I mean there's well, these things that drive me crazy yeah there's things that go unspoken which damage us a little until we fuck as they're talking about them yeah I mean well they, they it says it in the movie they say they say this line a couple of times and the first time it's said you know, it's, it's funny and cute, but the second time it's said, it's like, damn. It's like, everything is fair in love and basketball. And the real phrase is that everything is fair in love and war. Yeah. So, like, it says it. <laughs> it says it in the movie. Like, yeah. and that's exactly, and I love that. Basketball was the war. Yeah. And, you know, so, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's a shame. She did do something recently, a few years ago, and I haven't seen it yet. And it was, like, being, like, heralded as, like, Oh, it's her return to the love and basketball type writing that she okay. got known for. And I didn't see it. I didn't hear many things about it. What was it um, called? Do you remember? I forget what it was called. We have phones. We can look um, it up. Yeah, we time. can look it if up. If we want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget what it was called. Uh, we can find out. But yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I probably should because if it's anything like this, I'll love it. Um, I know that. But yeah, it is a shame that she didn't go on to... Yeah, I'm really surprised. Mm-hmm. I noticed this was uh, it was also produced by Spike Lee. Yeah, um, but I'm just really I'm really surprised that she hasn't made other stuff. Even mm-hmm. if I haven't heard of those, I was like, oh. Um, but I guess so, too, this movie like we have to talk about race in this. Mm-hmm. Like you you brought up, like this is an all black cast, mm-hmm. but this is a movie where I'm like, okay, being a white male. <laughs> And there are movies that are presented to me when they when I see a trailer that feels like, and you can speak to this being a black man, like where I'm like, that is clearly just made for the demographic for the black community. And mm-hmm. I, f- I feel as a white person, I'm like, I'd see it because I'm someone that'll watch anything. Right. But I do feel like, oh, that's made for a demographic. That is and the it, truth. This movie, to me, watching it. Although it's a whole black cast. Didn't feel like that at all. Didn't feel one second that I feel that way. No. I was like, no, this just feels like a movie that happens to have a black cast. Yeah. And that makes it so much, that makes it great. Yeah. It makes it so much better than a lot of things that I see that are even, whatever they are, just like, eh, movies. Mm. And it's what I wish 
there were like we more have this big of, yeah I more do. they need more of this because there's this huge diversity problem that we're having everywhere and it's like go back and like you're just like it's possible you idiots yeah it's possible and like you this just movie have to- and it's like good people in this movie too like this movie came out in 2000 when and you know Sonalathon was pretty new and she went on to like have a pretty great career after this uh, she's been in a lot of great stuff and she's gorgeous lady Omar Epps I mean he's Omar Epps no like and I feel like he doesn't his name doesn't get bought up enough mm-hmm. for being like a pretty consistent great I mean he's been around since the first movie I saw him it was Juice and that was early that's 90s that's a good movie I haven't seen that forever um, yeah so he's been around for a while right. um, and just like a lot of other good people in it but yeah it did it never and trust me dude as a black dude I I know the black movie. (laughs) I very much know the black movie. And like this has never, even when I watched it when I was younger, this has never felt like that to me. Like, not not really. Not really. Some of it did. Like the music. Yeah, but it's good music. It's great music. And I think that's what the beautiful thing about this movie was for me. It was like... I, this isn't a comparison like that I, I'm making to say they are the same, but kind of like how, like the Cosby show, say, for instance, where it was about the black experience, but not in a way that felt alienating to for sure. like everybody else except for black people. And I don't know if that's, I'm probably not being eloquent enough when I say that. Um, I think you're, I, I know, but I think you're getting close. I, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about because I mean, the Cosby show was my, is probably still, unfortunately we just can't talk about it really anymore. Right. Right. The guy had, to, we had to come to, pu- to the public eye that he fucked up a lot, a lot. <laughs> And ugh, it was a monster. But what's unfortunate is that we will lose a little bit of that viewing until like maybe no near like the the distant future. Mm-hmm. But that was my sister's favorite show. Yeah, growing up, probably still her favorite show. She just doesn't. You know what I mean? She's not going to admit it. it. Yeah. yeah, nobody can. I can't admit that I own every season. Yeah. <laughs> she loved that show. Yeah. That's her favorite show of all time. Yeah. I grew up with her constantly watching reruns of that all the time. And so when it came, like, I remember she has kids and stuff. When it, before all the news came out, it ended up hitting, I think, Hulu for a while. Mm-hmm. And she was so excited mm-hmm. about this. She was like, I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to watch Cosby again and I'm going to show my kids. Yeah. And like, I, before the news hit, I remember rewatching the pilot and I was like, the pilot is still it's fucking still funny. good. It's, it's still so great. good. And the Goldfish episode. Come on. That's great. I mean, and that just, might be in the pilot, actually. I can't remember. Uh, but, it's not in the it's pilot. Not, but that but Goldfish yeah, episode. The first season. The fish died. It's great. That's an amazing <laughs> episode. Yeah. And but, so this movie kind of has that for me. It's just like. But at the same time, I don't. It's not a movie that I go, oh, you are catering to a, a, a broader audience either. I don't think you're like going like, well, we have to make this a movie right. with a black cast, but it's also like we're not going to play black characters yeah. or black people in real world. And the whole time I'm like, yeah, I get it. It was, you know what it was? I think it was honest. Yeah, I think your whole, that's the best way to put it. It was just honest. That's what the Cosby show was. It was honest. It was like, this is what this family looks like. And it is the black experience because they are black. Mm-hmm. But this is, it was, in this movie, it's an all black cast. 
Um, and it showed the black experience, like with the music and just the way they talk to each other yeah. and every and like it was so it was great. Uh, but it wasn't about that. It wasn't about that. It was mm-hmm. about it was a love story. It was yeah. a love story between two people. And this is what I wish more diverse things would look like. It was like, all right, like this entire movie. This, all right, maybe this is a better way to say it. This entire movie could have been a white cast. 100%. But 100%. It wasn't. And I feel like some like black movies or some black characters in movies are only black. Like you like they are cast to be black. Yes. And they they fall into weird stereotypes that somebody right. has d- dictated in a very bad way that exactly. like that's what black is. Like the the reason you the reason they are in this movie is because it was written that they needed to be black. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel we need to get away from. That's not diverse anymore. That's not diversity. Diversity is for I mean it is, but that's not diversity in a sense that like it's colorblind almost yeah it's colorblind and the color that we cast we're gonna show and be honest with the experience of the life around them but they just are it was great yeah they yeah. existed and it was uh, as you said it was it was truthful it was honest mm-hmm. and I, I I enjoyed it um, even for a movie that like we determined like oh it's longer than we thought it was going to be like a two hour movie it was like yeah but it, like it didn't feel there wasn't like a scene in it that I was like well why is this why is this in this long movie it was mm-hmm. just like no I get it I get why this scene's we're making our way through this yeah. story like it never it never felt bloated or um uh, like you could take a scene out and it would be fine. Mm. That's at least that's how I felt. Oh, that's great. I thought it, it worked very well. Um, so I don't really like romance. I don't. That's wrong. That's let's rephrase that. It's not that I don't like romance. I avoid romance because I'm always afraid that it's going to give me a false representation of how my uh, relationships should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always, it's a fear. It's like a fear of like, oh, I'm going to watch romantic comedies. I'm going to watch love stories and movies. And it's going to give me this false representation of how I'm supposed to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's a flip to that where I get caught up. I said this to a friend, like, I think a year or two ago, where I was like, am I crying in romantic movies because I, like, genuinely feel this? Or am I crying because I don't think I can have this? (laughs) (laughs) It's such a sad thought. It's so sad. It's such a sad (laughs) thought. I do disagree with that thought now. Mm. Um, I do think I can have have those things that they show. But it just was funny. Like, that's why I would avoid them is because I was just like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I'm scared that that thing will never be in my life. Yeah. now know that it can be um but at the same time i'm like oh man i don't want to like i just saw train wreck like a while ago mm-hmm. and i think that movie in my mind i'm like well, well i want i want my break up the lake end up like train wreck <laughs> right. and i hate that wow that's why i avoid them right. is because i get like i think there's a part of my brain that goes oh that was nice they went through this whole tr- and they turmoil found and then they back found their way other. back together and then I get caught up going like that's gonna happen to me right <laughs> well the cool thing about this is it took them five years it took to them find five their, years they find did. realistic years it wasn't just like we hated each other and we haven't talked for five years yes. like they both went in very different paths and they uh, found very realistically back. very realistically <laughs> did you feel like that the one cool thing about this movie is while it is a love story 
uh, is not just about their relationship. It's about the relationships that surround them. It's, yeah, it's about the relation. It's about other relationships, and it's about the relationship with the game too. Yeah. Uh, so I felt like it was never this movie to me, which is probably why I love it so much. It's never too heavy on like the lovey dovey relationship, yeah. sappy romance. A hundred percent. But again, um, it's being honest about it. It's not. It's not creating it in like a fantastical, even the word romanticized way. It's mm-hmm. trying to present it as. As truthful as possible, and you're right. It was natural that, that relationship with the ball game that which they loved as much as themselves. They had to come to terms with like he enters. He never really achieves what he wanted. No, to be as great as his dad in a sense, yeah. or like, and then he. I mean, he gets there. He gets to that status, but then ends up injuring himself. And by the end, he doesn't even play the continue playing the game. Nope, and he's okay with it. And he's and he ends up being okay with it, yeah. which is. This, that is probably one of the most terrifying thoughts has come like going after what you love yeah. going as far as you can but then being able, like and it's scary in the sense because that's what we most fear but then to achieve that place where you're like I did what all I was capable but I'm okay with what I did yeah because I, I can't relate with that yet I mean I relate can't. in the sense of like I'm still thinking that area of my life and my career where I'm like I, I need more. I need. Right. I need to keep doing this, and I want more. I got to achieve more, and like, and in a sense, to a fault that might cloud my view of like what I've ac- be able to appreciate what I've achieved already. Mm. Does that make sense? No, yeah, perfect sense. And, but that kind of he goes through that in a sense, in a way, but in a different way. It's not really about that. But, but then she also goes through the opposite. She goes through the exact opposite, where she had more to give. And yeah. she fell out of love with it because something else was missing. Yep. Like, you know, so he gave all he could to the game. And, and like, he found what was missing, what he truly needed and what was missing. And he, he was happy with that. She gave up on the game, found what she was missing, and went back to the game. Yeah. And, like, she could, she had it all, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, they both had it. They both achieved their dreams. Uh, I feel like I I think you're right 100 yeah. percent and that's another thing like we've talked about like the diversity is that like I love that this it I mean there's two leads but I feel like Monica's probably the oh she's the lead she's, she's the lead she's lead. the lead like she is the lead of the film yeah. and there's a male is lead. her name on oh, first Mark. their name know. actually their name never truly appears anywhere on, on like, like the, the posters or top. his name is first uh, his name is first because you know he had had a career. Right, that's, for that's a long usually time. just advertising. That's, yeah, but, but she's she, the lead. Of the but that's great. Not yeah. only is this a movie with a full black cast, but it's the lead is a female, and who's relatively end, unknown at that point. Yeah, that's awesome. Playing against a guy who was known. I yeah. mean, he had just came off the Mod Squad, Damn. which I know was not a good movie, but it was still a big remake. Big movie. Yeah, it was still <laughs> like, a big movie. Maybe not successful. Yeah, but a big movie when it was released. Yeah. Um, so yeah, totally. And it was like, and another thing which I feel is even more relatable, especially for all the women listening. Like it was a woman, it was a woman lead of a movie, not just she wasn't just a female lead, and it was like. She was kicking ass in the movie. Like, it was, I think the tagline at the end says, or something about this, uh, says something about. You're reading off the back of the DVD. I'm reading right off now. the back of the DVD right now. And whatever. Uh, but, <laughs> but basically, it was just like, oh, that's, that's what I mean. Uh, in the features, there is something called the rise and acceptance of women competitors. Mm-hmm. And, like, in that movie. Like, there were moments in the movie where she would show the fiery passion that 
is typically shown by a man playing basketball, and she got reprimanded for it. Yeah, even like, in the very early, she's like, "You, what you do as a man on the court, you get patted on, on your the ass. ass, and I get reprimanded. I get told to be more like a lady. Yeah, and she's like, "That's bullshit. I'm a ball player. Yeah, I love that. Should, I mean, that's I fucking great. love that. It's like, I'm not. I'm a ball player. I'm I'm a ball player like you. I don't care if I'm a woman. Yeah, who cares if what I am? <laughs> like, it's not about gender. It's about yes. what I'm doing out on the field. Loved it on the court. Loved that's, it. Yeah." Which, again, is another thing that we're fighting, yeah. uh, 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 like we're fighting for right now, still to this day, is yeah. that that gender equality. Right. Um, I mean, she says in the beginning of the movie, "I want to be the first female to play in the NBA," like which you know is can be viewed as a, oh cute, but like no, she's I'm a fucking ball player. I'm yeah. gonna be the first female to play in the NBA, and even though she wasn't, she was. According to this movie, a part of the inaugural season of the WNBA, which is that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah Do you yeah. think that there will ever be a day where a sport like basketball is co? Like, no. Because I, yeah, I, I, in our, in my lifetime, I don't, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. Um, just because, just because the world we live in is all. Yeah, the I don't world know. we live in. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening. I, I do think that there will be a day, and it's coming soon, where you will see a female coach of a men's basketball team in the NBA. Oh, cool. Um, I do think that, and I think it's great. Definitely not football. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we're just being honest, no female is going to fucking play football against a 400 pound <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude it's like insane. it's just it's that's not it has especially nothing with, to do with gender everything that fucking like the controversy of yeah. football now yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and would, I would stop watching the game <laughs> I, I think a lot of people football. would be like oh, I no, can't no. we already have to watch these monsters this is beat abuse. the shit out of each other <laughs> right? Right? this is as close to domestic <laughs> abuse as you can get right. yeah um, and yeah so I do think and it's long overdue that there will be a female basketball coach. The I think oh there's God. already an assistant coach already, which is great. Oh, cool! I do I think even know. in the NFL, uh, you will see more female coaches, which That's, is great. That is great to hear because just because you probably can't play at the same level like that an all male sport can play at just physically, yeah. and I think that's all it is. It's just physically. Um, not skill, just physically. Doesn't mean that you aren't smarter than most of the fucking people who play the game. Mm-hmm. Which there are some brilliant basketball, football, baseball minds who aren't given the chance simply because they're women. That's kind of shitty. Uh, so yeah, I think it's happening soon. Long overdue though. That's great. Yeah. Um, the way he broke up with her in this movie is such a like is so fucking harsh. It's harsh, but it's... It's so harsh. I've broken up with some girls in <laughs> shitty ways. That I've is... broken up with girls who I just literally stopped talking to them. Right. And we, uh, like, girls I had the same class with in high school. Damn. <laughs> like, damn. like, I mean, forgive me, I was a teenager. It's okay, I get it. Yeah. I clearly, I clearly do not have that, like... I mean, no. 
I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I can't say every, any breakup I've done is, like, the cleanest and most, like, noble <laughs> thing of any time. Just, that seems so hey, hard. would you like to break up? Yeah, like, okay. no, breakups are terrible. But yeah. he, like, flat out just has another girl come over and he's like, well, we're gonna go get something to eat. And yeah. I'm just like, Jesus. It's pretty shitty. And then the next conversation <laughs> they have, he straight up is just like, I still wish we could be friends. <laughs> and I was like, that hit real hard for me. I was just like, no. Yeah. No, like watching her and like just trying to to process that. I was yeah. just like, yeah, I'm with you, Monica. I yeah. couldn't do it. I oh, know. Dude. I know that feeling. <laughs> if anybody wasn't with Monica at that point, they're a monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like, damn better monster, be with dude. Like, it was shitty. It was shitty, but, but the, the flip side, I got it. Yeah, you got it. You I got I, it. I, like, we, we already talked about it, but it's like you get why the break yeah. happens. You, so it's, shitty, though. It feels believable in everything. How do you break up with Sonalathon, man? Hey, man. Uh, uh, you never know why you break up with still, certain people. This movie came out 16 years ago, and... I would still to this day you like most people when they have young crushes because yeah. when this movie came out I was 13 14 years old I would still to this day leave any woman I'm with and like be with ah. <laughs> well Chucky she's right here oh <laughs> not true at all I have is not never we'll probably never meet her <laughs> she's she's You're a gorgeous cool. person uh, also I think we bought this up during the movie <laughs> the song that they played when they first uh, when have they sex. first have sex, yeah, like is the song that me and a girlfriend at the time played. I think it's <laughs> which is so after we had finished watching the movie, and it was like, oh, we're in love like that. And we're like teenagers. Did you go and find that song? Do you think you found it? Or you just had it ready to go. It just happened to come up. Was um, it coincidence? Oh, we found it. Okay, great. We that, found that it. That makes it even better. Yeah, we found it. <laughs> you found that song just purposely, like, yeah. we're going to have sex. <laughs> this song, just like how it played in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. We idea. probably found it. I mean, this was a while ago. We probably found it just be like, oh, this is a great song. We love it. Right. And then, like, start making out and, like, actually, like, did it while the song was playing. Love it. Yes. Love that idea. We started making out, we did it, and finished all in the span of a song, ladies. Of course you did. Of course you did. Classic. Classic sex. Classic sex. Classic sex. The length of a song. Yep. That's sex. That's good sex, right? It is a 15-minute song, though. No, it's not. No. It's like a two and a half minute song. Just some weird prog rock song. Yeah. That's what you like, oh, we're just going to go for the length of the song. Yeah. That's great. I love that you did that. I think it's <laughs> wonderful. Um, I don't know what else. Other than, like, the, I really liked all the side characters. I thought the dad's his, the dad of the story and his dad kind of messing up his marriage was good. Even that side story was very developed and, like, everything just had its own, like, it had a clear life to it. Yeah. In the whole film. It's great because, like, this is... I've, I wanted to do. I wanted to. I approached you to do this movie uh, a couple months ago. I think. Yeah, and it taken a while for us scheduling. And then today yeah. we had a panic because my PS3. Oh, dude. Decided to have a panic attack and yeah. would not play our DVD because my controller's broken or the whatever. The controller was broken and literally was just choosing things on it on its own. So it took us twenty minutes to start the movie. Yeah. And like we had to like <laughs> we had to turn it off, turn it on, pop it in, pop it out, and like try to like 
get it to play the movie. It kept skipping chapters. Yeah. What and, resolved it was we just beat the shit out of the controller. Yeah. We just knocked it around. And, and then turned it off. And yeah, turned the controller turned it on off. Like, you have to be off. You have yeah. to be off while we watch yeah. this. So funny. Uh, but, like, this movie, this, your whole setup, this is interesting for me. Because whenever I, like watch a movie for the first time that I like mm-hmm. that somebody else is watching for the first time it's most of the time not enjoyable for me because like you want them to like that movie like oh, movie you want, them, you really you want like, them to like it as much as you you want them to like it as much as you so the whole time like you're looking at it from way more of a critical eye like I was more critical of the movie today and I still loved it but I saw things in the movie today that was like that was silly. Like that, I've never give me one. Many, give me one that you thought was super silly. Like you were like, um, oh boy. Well, <laughs> one was like where she got the USC letter. A oh yeah, day the, the after, day like, after the recruiter came. The recruiter came. They had a dance the next day, and then that night she had received. She had received the a recruiter letter. That's pretty ridiculous. One moment where he, Quincy was having bad basketball, and like they lost. <laughs> And like the other team, they were like, we won, we won. And I was like, man, I played basketball for 20 plus years. And I've never seen a team who won the game. <laughs> like just, we won, we won. Yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. not, unless it's like the champion, like at least have more passion than that. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, but not many. I mean, it, when I say critical, I mean like, huh, I hope like. They don't think this is stupid because I think it's not. Right. Type of critical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I, uh, the USC thing was funny, but you pointed it out and I was like, oh, that is funny. But in the moment, I just, it was, it didn't. Yeah, it doesn't. I was like, it's nah, never bothered me I before. Get it. It's the story. It's the story. And sometimes movies do that and they get away with it. Mm-hmm. Some of like the classic one is Jurassic Park to me. Is that the, so the T Rex and the T Rex scene where he comes out of the gate, mm-hmm. out of his cage. If you watch that movie, when you first see it, there's nothing wrong with that scene. It's so well put together. But if you go back in your next viewings of it, you pick up on, oh, wait, the T-Rex just steps out of his his enclosure. Mm-hmm. Like it's level. Then when the truck gets pushed over, it's now his enclosure was a 30-foot drop. <laughs> it I've makes never noticed that. no sense. Wow. But we don't care because the the sequence and the filmmaking is put together that you don't see it. Your brain doesn't put it together. Right, right, right. It's good filmmaking. It's good storytelling in a sense visually to not let you catch on. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Everything, whatever. I That's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so you liked it? Yeah. I highly enjoyed yeah, yeah. it. I would suggest it for other people, especially people that like romance. Yeah. If you like romance, watch a little love and basketball. Or watch if you like basketball. Book. Yeah. If you like basketball, you like love and ro- love, romance, you want to like have a night in, mm-hmm. I would suggest this for women that are like, I want to watch a romantic movie with my man. Watch love and basketball. Yeah. That's what I would suggest. Yeah. 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 So I have one last question to ask you because yep. we're wrapping up is... Um, so my movie, I mean, my podcast, movie podcast is about how I will not watch anything. I will watch anything once. Mm-hmm. So my question, though, for you is, is there a type of movie or is there certain movies that you don't watch that you choose to avoid? That's an interesting question. Uh, I... P- <laughs> Probably older movies. And when I say older movies, I mean like 
the Casablanca era. Okay. So early Hollywood. Early Hollywood. Like, probably like, would you watch, let's go back, would you watch a movie from the 1970s? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 60s? Probably. But fi- do you think 50s and 40s 50s is when and you beyond. start, they lose you? Mm-hmm. Why do they lose you? They were terrible actors. <laughs> it's a, a different a style. It's a different acting. style of acting. Yes, and I, 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 I could show you though a movie that I think actually shows that it's a style choice over acting because there's an actor right. from that era that I think you could transplant him into any movie now and mm-hmm. he would he would not stand out. Oh, there are actors from, the movie, from that there's era. There's a guy stagecoach. This guy that's a character actor. Mostly it's character actors actually that yeah. are the ones that would not that would fit right into modern mm-hmm. movies. But mm-hmm. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, there are actors that were in that era who uh, Marlon Brando, right? <laughs> like Jack Nicholson, even like there are actors in that era who went on. So, yes, when I say they're terrible actors, I don't mean them as individuals, I mean the style yes. of acting. I just can't, I can't. It, it okay. takes me out of it. Like, not everybody in the world had a British dialect, right? <laughs> like Transcendent, like transatlantic. Yeah, what they used to it was, do. it's crap. Um, so that's probably, you know, I'm not too much Westerns, maybe like classic Westerns. Okay. Uh, boring. I'm a huge Western fan. So I, that's funny. I'm sorry. No, uh, I don't care. This is I so have, boring for me. You know, there, I do wish I would like want to challenge you just because out of my obsession to make like to show you movies that like from an era that you can't. Normally, I don't challenge my guests. I, don't I do just challenge don't me. Watch. I'll watch. There's yeah. two movies I think that you I would love to for you to watch to challenge both of those. Stagecoach, okay, John Wayne movie. I th- okay. it has every character archetype that you've ever seen in movies, and I just think it's a great story. And okay. it has this drunk priest character that that's the actor. I wish I didn't remember his name, but he definitely is an actor that I'm like, oh, plug him into anything today, and he would he would have fit in. Mm-hmm. Then a movie called Gaslight. Um, that is as Joseph Cotton, who I think is <laughs> Joseph Cotton to me is just George Clooney back in the day. Really? Yes, his style of acting is just like oh, he's just George Clooney, and that and it has Ingrid Bergman, but it's a great thriller. It's it's where the term gaslight actually comes from. Okay, uh, do you know that term? Yeah, that's where the movie they, they really? are the ones that came because it's all about a uh, the story of the plot is like a woman being driven crazy by somebody else in order to like get fun money. Mm. And it's so good. Okay. It's such a great... It's a movie that I saw on the big screen for the first time at, like, the New Beverly. And I was amazed that I was like, oh, this is a thriller from, I think the... I believe it's the 50s. Could be older 40s. But I was like, this is as suspenseful as any modern suspense movie. Like, it Mm. works still. And so those are the two... Other than that, I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I would still watch, like, The Three Stooges, though, but that's not a movie. Right. Uh, yeah. So those two. I mean, I, I don't I don't get too much into the horror movies because I'm a chicken. Oh, I'm a big chicken, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Um, yeah. I used to, but, yeah, that's a different story for a reason why I don't watch horror movies for anymore. Sure. I get it. Uh, but, yeah. Other than that, I'm pretty, pretty open. Great. Anything, yeah, anything that comes out today... If it looks good, I'll watch it. Hey, that's yeah. great. Love it. Yeah. Um, well, watch Stagecoach and Gaslight. I will. <laughs> I will. And if I don't like it, I'll let you know. Oh, please let me know all your thoughts. <laughs> um, but great. Uh, thank you, Jack Keese. Thank you. Um, for introducing me to Love and Basketball. Very good film. My pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Endings are the worst. I don't know how to end. 
If you want more from Jaquise Neal, you can follow him on Twitter at Jaquise Neal, as well as he is a great improviser, um, and he can be seen around the L.A. area. He performs with the Mess Hall team at UCB Theater um, called TKO. His team is TKO. You can see them performing on Mess Hall night. That is at 7 p.m. on Sunday nights in the UCB Inner Sanctum Cafe. Definitely check that team out. As well as he's part of the team known as Some Kind of Monster. They host a great indie improv show called Dramedy at the Clubhouse, and that is every fourth Wednesday of the month. Definitely check out that to see some great improv on a monthly basis. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. You can follow the podcast on social media sources such as Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter under the handle IWWAO. And you can always be up to date on the most recent posts and um, episodes as well as go to iTunes and please rate, review, and subscribe. That will bring more listeners to the podcast and I would highly appreciate that. You can also email the podcast at I will watch anything once at gmail.com. Um, if you have any emails about um, your your thoughts about the podcast or movies that you'd like to suggest, definitely hit me up on any social media avenue or definitely send me an email. I would highly appreciate that. And I definitely would watch the movies that you, the listeners, suggest and then discuss them on the podcast. So please do that. Uh, and a reminder to support all of the great shows, including this one on the Boardwalk Audio website. Go ahead and click on that button on the Boardwalk Audio website that says support our artists. That's going to directly link you to Amazon.com. Do your normal purchasing on the website and we get a small kickback and that will keep these great shows coming at you. Thank you again for listening, and remember, if you haven't seen it once, you can't complain. Feel free to edit this out. <laughs> you don't. Hey, you can but, tell me to, but I'm not going to. I mean, I mean I you think, specifically tell me to. I don't here. think in there are co-ed basketball leagues. I don't think in the NBA you will see it just because of the the level of competition isn't the right word. But I just think like it would they would never do it because the way that men play the game is different than the way women play the game of basketball. And putting those two things together, like on an actual professional level in the NBA, mm-hmm. they would never do that for the fear that they think the competition would be less. Uh, yeah. Their view. It's their, just, view. Their, their view. I'm not saying that's correct. Right. I um, but I think that that is why you won't see an integrated sport in that aspect. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.